0: and high school teacher in
1: Senegal, during his doctorate in 1989 from the University of uh, he set individual in France. Over the years, he has researched and widely published on a variety of topics, for example, marginality, the colonial
0: economy, the colonial prison system, More recently he has focused
1: mainly on slavery but also the construction and control of knowledge in the colonial He has taught about a whole range of subjects dealing with Africa, imperialism, and the construction of knowledge at his home university in France. He's the uh, editor of the Journal of Africa Somali, of the Association of African Historians. My work on colonial prison started uh, by uh,
0: observation of uh, the Senegalese uh, society and uh, the role of uh, controlling the, the the common the common population, and uh, I th- I realized that uh, much of the historical prediction in our department were dedicated to the elite, the political elite. And uh, for me, uh, part of history is the daily life of all the people and how it was controlled by the political elite, by the political regime I was concerned about. And I was wondering the history of uh, these marginalized people that are lots produced by the uh, structural adjustment uh, uh, policy that was uh, made uh, made in uh, in the eighties. So, uh, since I'm introduced in these marginalized people, I try to find out how they what is their history, what I- is their past, and how the colonial regime uh, handled and managed. To, to control them. That is my first step in in prison. And I was studying uh, 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 Robin Hood, a uh, 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 social bandit, whose name is Yadikon. And making his biography led me to prison and confrontation with the colonial state. And what I discovered is that the colonial state is, uh, 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 in some way, a weak state, because it comes from outside, it is a foreigner, and uh, he has no local legitimacy, no cultural uh, linkage with the society, so it was obliged because of this lack of legitimacy to use lots of violence to control the the population. And one tool which was used a lot in a very high level was uh, uh, prison, and it was in my mind a need to understand the trauma produced by the introduction of this tool of control. And the topic was open to also confinement. And I discovered that prison is a place where one can observe actuality, I would say between brackets, the purity of colonialism, where subject colonized is facing in a day-to-day fight, day-to-day adjustment, day-to-day accommodation, having their own agency, using all repertories, using all means available. There are not too much in a prison, but you see how these colonized people uh, trapped into the system that was, in a way, very violent, find their own way, and how the colonial regime try to do its best to control the population. And using this tool, they have two functions for it. That is controlling the political opposition, I mean the resistance against the colonial conquest, because prison was very early introduced in colonial uh, system. And after this political function, prison had also a function of giving labor, labor forces to to, 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 to colonial regime. And third is that controlling the marginalized people When the urban cities were growing and growing in Africa. It was a new deal. And for the Europe, for the colonizer to control all this population, uh, pulled off from the rural area because of the uh, orientations, agricultural policy that destroy the uh, l- rural economy and push the population in the cities, the new cities, and prison was one of the means used to control these marginalized uh,
1: people. That is the way I uh, was introduced to uh, history of prison. thank you, Peter. Uh, like you said, um, my project has a long history that goes back to my to my third year at the University of Dhaka and, um, and I was taking my last exam of the spring semester. Uh, Professor Chuba approached me and wanted to talk with me at the end of the exam. And when I saw him, he talked you know, told me about you know one of his project research projects and was wondering if I could serve as his research assistant. I was interested, um, as, you, as you know, and, but primarily I was interested because of the money I would make that summer But I ended up. It, the project actually was on how Senegalese societies reacted to uh, colonial imprisonment, and uh, I ended up being so very much interested to this topic that I, that I wrote my MA thesis on, on, on the subject. I think the the uh, professor Chu project that I I referred to earlier um, uh, was um, published as a, as a as a collective volume contribution and uh, he is showing a whole lot of uh, practices that you know Senegalese is developed in the colonial prisons and like he said uh, just a minute ago um, they took from different repertoires to kind of the, uh, uh, different um, the action was informed by you know uh, practices or information coming from different repositories, but when you when you go deeper and then look at how you know uh, Senegalese or Africans um, in the colonial uh, French colonies reacted to the prison, you see that they kind of most of the time they master the system, they know the law, and and then they use it also against the colonizer. But you know. To understand and see the different ways people um, reacted to colonial to, to colonial and you have to to consider their ex- own experiences. You know, people who evolved or who were born or uh, in the cat commune, who was technically French citizen, did not react the same way. You know, people coming from the paid protectorate or who were not citizen or called French uh, subject reacted to colonization. So. The different experiences, colonial experiences they had informed the way they reacted to to, to um, uh, colonial imprisonment. In any case, they never sat down and, you know, receive and accept whatever the um, colonizer wanted them to, to, to do within the prisons. So in this and, respect... And that had a very, very strong influence on the way, you know, the prison was conducted.
0: I think it is very important uh, to, 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 to insist on the varieties of the reactions and the tools used by these prisoners. As Ibra said, uh, the uh, French citizens, the African in the four who were French citizens, gave privilege uh, to uh, law, uh, protesting according the legal status they hold. Uh, because it was usable and it was efficient for them to claim that they are French citizens and they are not to be taken as indigenous or native uh, uh, people. And they wrote letters, they protested against the treatment they received in prison, saying that we are French and we have to be treated as uh, a French. If you take the subject coming from the inland, they uh, they were considered minors. And the French legitimate their imprisonment by saying that it is a way to educate them, to put them, to civilize them. But these people have no possibility to use legal way. The most efficient for them was to try to evade. And evasion was, so largely used by this population that the French was obliged to reform the prison in 1926. Uh, and also they use the uh, m- esoteric way because the guards, the watchers in the prison was from the police and at the low level they were Africans. Africans looking after African prisons. That means they share the same culture. So these prisoners can use this magic or esoteric belief to influence the guards and put them into fear. So one big issue was uh, do they have to keep their juju, their charms on themselves, or have they to get rid of? If you go in Dakar's prison today, you have all these charms thrown in the central hall in the, in the central part of the prison in a in a in a, a hall. Uh, I have also to 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 mention the use of discourse to resist prison or to turn it into irony. Once one get back from prison, the first thing he d- he, he, he does is to go to have a a, a bath in ocean in order to uh, clean everything he got bad from the fr- from the prison because in their mind a prison is a break of all the protection they receive from the initiation or from their uh, calc- uh, culture. Uh, during their uh, teenage, and what when I'm uh, talking about discourse used to tame the prison, if you ask a former prisoners in some cases, uh, where were you? So long time I have not seen you. Instead of saying you because it is a shame in some way, uh, instead of saying you I was in prison they used to say that I was uh, president, elected, appointed president of, of the Republic or president of something. Because the prisoners was uh, quite uh, treated like a president. He has guards. He is fed free. He is accommodated free. Someone look on him all the time when he is sleeping, when he is uh, whatever he is doing. And the president is the same in, in the same situation. Even the president is confined. And if the president is, is confined and considered as a very important person, why not me? I am treated like the president, and I am the, the, the president. It is a way to tame the difficult moment and uh, to, take, uh, to, to have it psychologically uh, solved. It is different for the political prisoners people who were imprisoned because of political activism used to put themselves in a position of uh, martyr. And they get better status in their own political party because they were imprisoned. They suffer for the movement, for the utopia they were fighting for. And no one can suspect them. Has having deal with the regime. Or it is a proof that they are strong and good militant. And you find it all over in the colonial context, either in Asia, like in colonial Bastille, Bastille, or in India, wherever. Getting out from a prison after a long term is give kind of proudness and give a new status And you see the icon of this, uh, the supreme uh, icon of this, is maybe Mandela, who spent 26 years in uh, prison. And also, these political prisoners take the opportunity to be in prison. And actually, right now in Africa, prison is the best place for political negotiation. And we see most of political prisoners getting out from prison and taking position as minister. Isn't it good f- coming
1: from prison to prisoners f- to minister? I think it's, it is. You know, um, uh was done within a group, the group de recherche sur l'exclusion et la marginalité au Senegal. Could you?
0: Yes, after the work I did on Yadi it is this uh, uh, kind of Robin Hood in in, in Senegal, uh, social bandy. and uh, I start thinking about uh, history of prison, history of alcohol, history of prostitution, or all issues that was get rid of from the uh, uh, first. Uh, uh, uh period of our historiography. Uh, uh, and uh, at that time, I have a colleague of mine, uh, Mr. Usayun Fai, who is working on uh, history of urban culture in, in Dakar, in the Medina. That is the popular quarter in Dakar. And I saw that it would be good. To have some students working on this issue that are neglected by the African historiography, mainly in the Francophone African historiography. And we decided to create the group d'études et de recherche sur la marginalité et l'exclusion au Senegal. And it was an informal uh, group, but we uh, decided uh, to monitor, to co-monitor all the uh, master theses. Uh, we propose to the student on the on the issue, and uh, usually each teacher in Dakar University has his own student, monitor, and our mentor of its own student, since we were sharing the same office in the department. We were recruited the same year. We were concerned by the same issue. We decided to share our student, to share our reflection, our concern on history. And it was a way also to be stronger because it was new a new issue. And all the people in the department, all the staff, uh, didn't realize or accept that this issue uh, are worthy to, to, to be studied and uh, they were joke making joke against us they were chasing us saying that that are marginalized people that are you introduce the bandy in history and history is for big man is history for uh, great uh, leaders not for these uh, people of nothing and we heard a lots of chase and at the time we were also uh, assistant uh, professor, uh, so we have not uh, enough uh, authorities to impose uh, right. issues uh, that uh, we have to talk. To, to, to. But we succeeded to have linkage with international network, mainly in Paris with Florence Bernot, who helped us uh, to settle some research in, in Dakar by funding our uh, mobility. And we recruited some students, Ibracen, George who finished her PhD on women in prison, he studied. He, she started her studies in Dakar and finished the PhD in Wisconsin with Florence Berno. And we have Baba Karba, who finished it two years ago. His PhD on prison in Senegal and other masters on uh, uh, marginality, uh, the, the control of marginal people in downtown and. The fight against the state and the uh, marginal people to control the center, the downtown of Dakar, it was an issue we were very concerned um, because the crisis in rural area brought many people. And at that time, the government was interested in tourism. And there is a contradiction between having these beggars and all these marginalized people, knowing that the central part of the city is the place for wealth, and they have to be there, and a government who wants to promote a clean, clean, nice central part of the city to attract international tourism. In this contradiction, it was something to check in, and some of our students were inside. That's uh, the history, short history of the Germes, and we have some master thesis and uh, PhD uh, has outcome from this project and this uh, group.
1: It's another uh, long history, but we will make it short uh,
0: that uh, I have to confess, I think for the first time, that I was recruited in the history department thanks to computer science. It was not because of history. I made a very uh, normal but uh, not brilliant thesis. It was just a common thesis. But during my uh, PhD uh, research. I was trained in Paris, and I uh, had chosen uh, this new uh, uh, seminar, which was proposed by uh, Mr. Uh, Jean-Claude debert has a second second seminar for the uh, to, to the main seminar that was African history, and I decided to go in this new. Uh, Train that was uh, at that time there were no hard disk in the computer. We have to wind the computer (laughs) because the uh, temperature (laughs) was very high after one hour, and we were using floppy. And I decided to jump in this new uh, truth because I understand that in Dakar I will find some other issues, but in Paris it was for me good to uh, learn about computer. It was the first time I I saw a computer. And I was trained there. And after my PhD, the French corporation gave some computers to the history department. At that time, only one teacher now how to to do with computers. And they were advised that I am trained in computer science and it would be good that I been recruited in the history department. And they did it. After one year dedicated to computer science, I shift into my favorite, that is history. And I start doing only history, but continuing to be in touch with this uh, uh, technology and new technology. And I am a fan of new technology. And one main critic I heard many times addressed to African scholars or Africans of all uh, uh speciality is that Africa is absent is not in the web there is n- there are not uh, there is not enough material uh, produced by the Africans online. very often uh, even this material concerning Africa was put in the web by yes. other uh, people and i was really concerned by this issue and i uh, was wondering how has uh, teachers in university we can put some material in in, 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 in online and be uh, uh, having africa in some way uh, more and more uh, in, the in, in, in 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 the in in the web and i look on what is the material uh, available in, in my environment. I discovered that lots of theses defended in Dakar are not published. They are just kept in libraries and used time to time, but lots of them are under the critics of the cockroach. So I said, our first patrimoine is the thesis we have defended and the master dissertation defended by our student. And we we are 1,000 teachers in Dakar University. In each of us published his thesis online, it is a bulk of information showing that Africa is vibrant on the web. And I said, okay. the problem is to show that it is possible and the other will follow. And uh, we start by the History Department. We have lots of theses. The History Department was created in 1965. And since then, we are producing theses and dissertation. And I wrote a project which is funded by the French corporation, uh, 7.5 million CFR francs. And it was enough for us to buy computer, to buy uh, scanner, and to buy photocopiers, and start with our students to scan uh, the thesis. And we succeeded to scan all the master thesis defended in the history department since 1965, and all the PhD defended in history department. And we have them in PDF. And we are now figuring out how to put it how to put it in the in the in our uh, website web uh, to make it available for for people and uh, after we finish this uh, digitalization of thesis and master thesis uh, we find that the journal of our faculty Les Annals, uh, are published since the 60s and we have lots of issues which are not known out of our university, actually. And we decided to scan them, and uh, very soon, they will be available on the web. And we hope that this example will be followed by all the departments in our faculty and all the departments in the university. It it costs quite nearly nothing to do it and if you have just some student committed to do it a teacher who can follow and help them to make technical arrangement and it is done and we will have more than 1000 uh, uh, taxis uh, available on the net and it is possible to make money from from, from this work instead of waiting for resource we have just
1: to put our hand on the on the work and it's done. Thank you Thank you. Africa Past and Present is produced by Matrix, the Center for Humane Arts, Letters, and Social Sciences Online at Michigan State University. Our producer is Scott Pennington.
0: Technical assistance is provided by Chris Johnson, Ryan Blyton, and Alicia Shield. For more information about this show and to subscribe to the podcast, you can visit our website at afripod, that's A-F-R-I-P-O-D, dot A-O-D-L, dot O-R-G. If you have any comments
1: or suggestions for future shows, please send us an email message at africa.podcast, at matrix.msu.edu.
0: Thanks for listening.